What's up, folks? This podcast is about weak men. Um, and there's a saying that goes something to the effect of weak men basically create weak societies or bring down societies and strong men build up, you know, strong and healthy societies. And there's a couple other sayings in the middle of that. <clears throat> and basically how over time, you know, when things are good, people get soft and they start um, kind of letting, you know, their foot off the gas, so to speak. And so in the times we're in now, and just looking at my own life and just some of the things I've seen, you know, some of my own experiences. If you're not raising a male child on how to be assertive, how to go after what they want in life, they'll never. <clears throat> it's not to say they'll never get it, but they'll have a real difficult time getting there. Um, even when it comes to just being raw about it, a man having intimate relations with a woman, if you do not know how to assert yourself when it comes to going after the kind of woman that you want, you'll never have her. If you don't know how to assert yourself and ask for what you want in general in life, whether it's in the bedroom with your spouse and what you like sexually, or if it's just asking somebody to help you pick up a, a you know one of your shopping bags because your hands are full so you can take them into the house. If you don't know how to be straight in your communication and know how to be direct with people, your life will be miserable. It will be shit. And I'm saying that because a lot of my life, uh, my experiences have been shit because I have not been effective at knowing how to ask for what I want. You know, growing up this very shy, timid, an introverted child, and then unfortunately having a lot of that stuff transfer over into my teen years and into adulthood and nobody breaking me out of it, um, those long-established habits from childhood that a lot of times are based in some type of dysfunction or you could say trauma end up affecting our ability as adults to be mature and to be effective when it comes to, again, asking for what we want. And that goes for male or female. You know, you could even use that analogy in relationships. People don't set clearly defined parameters or boundaries for what they're creating in their relationship. And they just hope through fucking osmosis that somehow things are going to work out without there being actual communication around whatever that important topic is. When It, it could be sex and the different things that you're into sexually. It could be how you as a couple want to manage your finances. If you are not willing to initiate and be a demand for those conversations to be had ongoingly and on a regular basis, your relationship, no matter how promising it is, will go to shit. And so again, that's male or female. <clears throat> but in this particular case, you know, it just... You know, I think about my experiences and one of the things that I'm left with is that if you don't train a child to get out of that shy, introverted, mousy type of communication from childhood, people will walk all over you. They will just treat you like shit because you allow it. You don't stand up for yourself. You don't speak your truth. You're trying to please everybody, people pleaser. You know, which is just completely inauthentic 
And it's, it's fucking, it's shit. Say what you got to say. As the saying goes, closed mouths don't get fed. <clears throat> and one of the things that always sticks out to me, and I guess that's a part of why it resonated so strongly with me growing up, because I wasn't fully self-expressed, is that if I was around somebody, and I've had, I got one of my friends from childhood that's really raw and blunt and direct, and sometimes you could even say unskillful or lacking sophistication in, in how he delivers the communication. And he delivers the communication. So whether you like it or not, at least you understand and respect it because he had the guts to say it. And at the end of the day, it's about respect. And so whether you like somebody or hate them is irrelevant. Whether you fucking hate Donald Trump or love him, you know what I'm saying? Whether you hate Louis Farrakhan or love him or Kanye West or love him or whatever. I mean, take your pick. Elon Musk, Bill Gates. I mean, you know, you take any side of the spectrum. The fact of the matter is, if they have the guts to say what they know is is on their heart to say and what has been their experience, why would you vilify them for having the courage to speak the truth? And if nothing else, if it's something that pisses you off, look at that and see why does it piss you off? Is it because what they're saying is true? Is it because what they're saying is something that maybe you haven't researched and you're ignorant about? So you're responding emotionally and you don't even have a basis for why you hate them. You know, one of my coworkers mentioned that one of his good friends who was black and he's Filipino and his friend was black and his friend didn't really have an issue with Donald Trump. And he asked uh, my coworker, a friend of mine is Filipino. He said, man, why do you hate that man so much? And he said, I don't know. I just hate him. That's literally what he said his response was to his, his black friend about Donald Trump. And then he said he, and he thought about the insanity of, his, of that statement. He's like, and I'm paraphrasing, but it was more or less like I really thought about it. And then, you know, my buddy would say to me, he's like, He's just a bill. He's a billionaire. He got money. He's he's saying what he wants to say. So why would you vilify or hate him for speaking his experience of life? Even if you don't agree with it. And then he was saying, as I was talking to him, as he was reflecting on the conversation with his friend, he said, you know what, man, I I thought about it. And you're, you're right. That makes no fucking sense at all. If anything, I need to dig into why I may dislike this man to actually have a basis for why I have that viewpoint. I'm just going off of maybe what I've heard in a few sound bites from media clips here and there, but never actually having looked into the man's life history and, you know, finding out what led him to have some of the views that he has. Maybe that would give me more context about who he is as a person and what led him to being the way that he is. I still might not like him, but if nothing else, I would have more of a background of relatedness to who this cat actually is as opposed to a lot of the uh, propaganda that is just only giving me bits and pieces of what he may actually be about, you know? And that was more or less what he was saying. And so, again, you know, going back to the original topic of this podcast about men being weak, when a man does not stand up for himself, 
when a man does not have the courage to ask for what he wants in life, he gets no respect. He probably ain't even getting laid. I mean, to be perfectly honest, and if he is, she probably ain't giving it all to him the way that she would a, a man who asserted himself and said, hey, this is what I want. And it might be something raw, like, hey, I want some head right now. You know what I'm saying? And she might say no. But then again, she might say yes. But above all else, if she's balanced, she'll respect the fact that he asked for what he wanted. It just, I'm telling you, parents, if you have a child, male or female, but especially a male child, because men are expected to lead. If you have a male child exhibiting a lot of those traits of being passive aggressive, of being mousy and timid and not speaking up for himself. And just taking shit from people, you got to find a way to get him out of that for his fucking soul salvation for yours as his parent. And again, this goes for daughters as well, but this is for men in particular, because again, men are expected to leave. We're expected to be strong to a degree. We ain't even expected to fucking cry. And around certain women, that shit is viewed as complete bitchness and weakness. We're expected to be strong. And there are certain things we should never really have in a way of a communication with a woman about. That should be talked about amongst other men to get that shit resolved and to get us back in the powerful place that we need to operate from most of the time. And that's something that has been proven throughout history that historically men, in order to stay sharp, because a woman will soften you up. That's just a woman's job. And sometimes they soften you up so much to the point where whatever testosterone you had has left your fucking body and you're just a shell of your former self and she's not attracted to that. And when that's there, a lot of times she might end up fucking somebody else or she might just end up leaving you straight up. Women are not attracted to weakness. And people can call that shit toxic masculinity all they want, but the facts are the facts. If an enemy comes to the door, who is she going to have go to that door? She, a lot of times, she's not because that's really not her role. She might actually be equipped to handle it. Because you have women that are martial artists that know how to handle weapons that are fucking thorough. But in the truest sense, if she's in a relationship with a man, that is that man's job to go answer that fucking door. And handle whatever business needs to be handled. It could be just picking up a fucking envelope. Or it could be confronting somebody that's potentially trying to threaten the household. So is she going to have some wussy, mousy, I identify as a he or him or whatever, go to the door? Or is she going to have a man firmly attached with his nuts, firmly attached, go to that door and handle the business that needs to be handled? It's like the saying goes. No one loves a warrior until an enemy is at the door. And in this society, it's actually damn near. uh, It's almost like you are. uh, Evil, if you will, if you are masculine as a man, especially as a black man, 
if you're balanced, if you're not overly emotional, if you're in control of your emotions and you just get shit done. A lot of people don't even know how to deal with that. They just nut up and don't even want you around because your presence is so powerful, is so fucking grounded and rooted and strong to where if it's a dude that's around that's effeminate, he's going to feel threatened even though you haven't said two words to him, especially if his woman is around because he knows deep down his woman is going to be attracted to you because you're more of a man than he is. So it's like whatever happens in this life, Prepare these young people how to be strong, how to handle their fucking business. So when they get out into the world that can be cold as fuck, they can still be strong and handle their business and not walking around like some groveling, just wuss that nobody respects. You got people's family names that are at stake. Teach your people, your young people, how to be powerful and their most authentic and fully self-expressed self. I've said that maybe said it twice, but the whole point is, is like just to wrap this up is that if you have a male child and you see them exhibiting those traits, get them into martial arts, you know, help find them a male mentor. Even if they don't necessarily want to go along, it doesn't matter. Make them do it. You're the parent. You, you got fucking power and authority. They're in, they're in your household. And in the truest sense, if they're not willing to do what you say, they can fucking leave. But you're trying to prepare this young person for adulthood. And even how to deal with life in the here and now. And to be more effective. If they come across a bully, they can stand up for themselves more effectively. The bully still might kick their ass. But if nothing else, if they stand up for themselves and don't just willingly let the bully walk all over him. The bully will at least respect him. And if you get him into martial arts. And I'm not necessarily a, a karate person. I'm more kung fu. I'm talking about Ving Tun, as it's sometimes called, or Wing Chun, as it's more commonly referred to. Or uh, uh, possibly um, Aikido, which I think is actually considered karate, that Steven Seagal is a big proponent of. Or it could be uh, Tai Chi. It could be Jiu-Jitsu. You name it. Get that young person in a a martial art that's going to help them to find their ability to, even if they're still quiet, even if they don't say a lot, because you just have some children that are like that, some adults that are like that because of their astrological configurations. They're not big talkers. And there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of times people are just fucking blowing hot air out their mouth. They're not talking about anything. But above all else, give them some skill sets that teach them some basic things that allow them to, if they get into a confrontation, they can handle their business. And if they did get their ass kicked by that bully, if the bully approached them six months later, that bully would be on his ass because that child that is yours now has the ability to protect and defend themselves. And when it comes to these male children, folks, parents, teach them basic courting rituals. On how to court a woman. I mean, one of the simple things that always comes to mind is how, <clears throat> and I didn't know this for a long time. If you, if I'm walking with a woman and we're in a city, uh, city area, downtown city area, 
and we're walking on the sidewalk, I'm actually, as the man, supposed to walk on the outside closest to the curb. She She's on the inside of me. So God forbid some nut comes up on the curb and possibly runs us over, then I would be there to protect her from the car. And ideally, I'd be quick enough to get away from the car and protect her at the same time. But again, teach them these things because the society that we live in does not. So you have the blind leading the blind. And it's, it's disturbing. And when male children don't know how to lead the women in their lives and women want to be led by a strong, balanced man that is masculine. It allows her to fully sink into to fully immerse herself into her divine feminine. And that he's enrolled because she's so amazing and beautiful and receptive and submissive and feminine to where he'll do damn near anything for her. And I don't mean it from a wussy, from some supplicating uh, point of view where she doesn't respect it. I mean it from the standpoint he'll make sure that she is ongoingly protected and provided for the dance between masculine and feminine is a beautiful dance. It has been taken and perverted by the power structure that runs society because it suits their agenda to weaken and destabilize society, making it that much easier for them to have control over everything and everyone. So while there's still a chance for us to have respectable uh, interactions with one another, and, and and respectable and healthy, intimate relationships with one another or just going after what we want in life and business. Let's teach these young people. Let's teach these men on what it means to be strong. Give them some understanding if they don't inherently have it themselves, which I think all people do on something greater than themselves, God, spirit, the universe that they can tap into to keep them centered and to keep them on the right track when things might not be going that great at times in their life. And even when they are, to give thanks to the creator for how great things are going and how well things are going in their life. But give them those foundational principles that give them the best possible chance of having a good life. And a lot of it stems from speaking up for ourselves as men. If you want to ensure that this child has a better chance of having more happiness of fulfillment and peace within, help them cultivate the ability to listen and to communicate. And as the saying goes, we have two ears, right? So we're supposed to listen twice as much as we talk. To help them to understand the importance of listening. That's so freaking key. So take care of yourselves, folks. Raise these young men up in the way that they shall go, and they will not depart from it. As the Bible scripture says, and I'm paraphrasing because it doesn't doesn't specifically say just men. But this podcast is about men. And let's get men out of being so weak and teach them how to be strong. Because that makes family strong. 
that makes churches strong, that makes community strong, that makes synagogues strong, that makes the world a stronger and better and healthier place. So take care of yourselves. Take care of those young men. Teach them the right way to go. And even if they don't like it initially when you're pushing them, because they probably won't at times, don't worry about that. They'll get over it. They may hate your guts initially. It's irrelevant. They're going to see the benefit later on in their life when they see some of their peers who weren't given those instructions, who weren't given some of those foundational principles suffering mightily because they don't have those basic principles on how to live life. And as a result, it's causing all types of upsets in their life. They'll see the difference between the principles that they were given versus the, versus the principles that some of their peers were not given. And they'll appreciate you even more at that time. Because in the truest sense, I don't even know that love is uh, what it's about. I don't know the children. I don't really believe that children love their parents. Women don't really love men. Men don't really love God. It's about respect. And when there is respect in those interactions, there is love. That is love. Respect is love is what I'm saying. That's the point to get. So even if they don't like it in the moment, they'll respect you later on and appreciate it. So keep putting a foot in their ass if that's what it takes sometimes to get them to tighten up their game. It'll make their life a lot more peaceful. I'll see you guys on the next podcast. Peace.